You are listening to the Leadership of the Leaf sidebar episode. Join Austin and Dice as they put some smoke in the air. Welcome back to Leadership of the Leaf. My name is Austin. And this is Dice. And this is a sidebar edition of Leadership of the Leaf, where we get to talk about whatever we want. It's opinions, because that's what sidebars are, right? Ah, sure. Sidebars. Opinions. So, uh, Dice, I got to know, what are you smoking? I am smoking uh, the Os- Osgener uh, Bosphorus. Now, Osgener uh, left the cigar industry and he came back and there's been a lot of hoopla about him coming back. So I wanted to see what it was all about. So uh, I decided to pick up one of these, what, Bosphorus? And uh, right now, uh, I'm liking it. Nice, nice. All right. And you're pairing that with Hennessy? Hennessy VSOP, baby. All right, nice. Going with the <laughs> classic. Yes, sir. All right, I am smoking an Undercrown Maduro. Oh. Um, yeah, you know, it's an oldie, a goodie. It's a, it's a, just a stable cigar that I know that I like. Wanted to pull it out of the humidor and get one under my belt, so why not? Okay. Uh, but my question to you, Dice, is um, is salary a trap for employment? Um, I'm going to ask that question, and then I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. So okay. My opinion is salary is a trap. I agree that, well, I don't agree. In my opinion, salary is a trap. And before we get deep into this conversation, I need to know what you're drinking, sir. Oh, 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 good Good question. I am drinking a an Irish whiskey. Um, it is called Tula Mordu, and it's a nice light whiskey. Um, I'm hoping that it'll contrast and pair well with this Maduro. Oh, well, I uh, I think it's going to be a good little matchup there. I'm hoping so. So far, so good. <laughs> uh, we'll see how it goes. But, uh, all right, so you think salary is a trap for employment. Why? I think salary is a trap for employment because once you are listed as a salary employee, your employer is going to look at you as they have you for however long they need to get the job done. You're always going to be on the clock working because you're a salary. There's no clock for you to clock in. There's no clock for you to clock out. It doesn't matter about your time because I'm already paying you. Right. But I think it also kind of comes down to managers, doesn't it? Because if your manager has a good understanding and values the work, work-life work balance, then you're going to be able to, um, you know, kind of sit there and, and get paid salary for only you know, eight hours of work, nine hours of work, whatever it is, you know, nine hours with a lunch or whatever. Well, the the thing is, is like, a, let's, let's compare it to an hourly employee. Like an hourly employee is going to come in, clock in, build his widgets or whatever, and then clock out at the end of the day. No fuss, no muss. That's, that's his time restraints. That's all he, he has to do. But for as a salary employee, I, I don't have a clock in, a clock out for that person. So... I need, if I need task A done, you know, I get my salary guy to do it. I need task B done. Hey, salary guy, he's there. He's already paid for. He's already paid for for that whole year or however long he's going to be on the payroll. 
So I can get a hold of him or need him or her because we're woke now, right? Him or her to get the uh, <laughs> the task accomplished no matter what time of day it really is. Right, but you get the the opposite, right? Like if I'm salary and I need to go take um, a dental appointment or something, then I could go take that during work hours and I'm not going to lose any money on that. It's true. You're not going to lose any money on that. But in the, in the same retrospect, if you still need to get your task accomplished before the deadline, it doesn't matter. If your deadline is Friday at noon, I whatever you got to do to get to that deadline at noon, of course, if you're good at what you do and you got all your ducks lined up, you may get that task accomplished by noon. But let's say you was working on a project and the computer died and didn't save any of your work. You just lost four days worth of work. Your deadline is still there. So I guess somebody's burning the midnight oil to try to catch up on everything they just lost from a faulty computer or your five-year-old son decide to play asteroids on a computer for one for one second or something. Asteroids. <laughs> I don't, oh, what do kids play on the computer now? The Tetris? Is that still a thing? <laughs> I'm sure my age. Fucking asteroid. <laughs> He's showing your age, dude. Yeah. But I mean, that, that's a true. Like, stuff like that happened. The dog ate my homework type scenario. Like, okay, uh, fuck you, pay me. That type situation. Like, I still need this by this deadline. I had Thursday, 9 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night. Sorry, wife, I got to work late. I have a deadline. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I think it comes... To me, there's pros and cons of everything, right? So I think it also comes down to, you know, what does your what does your boss say? What does your company say? You know, what do they value? You know, um, I had this conversation with my my ex mother in law, and her, the company she was working for, she worked at a call center. The company she was working for wanted to promote her to a salary position. And, uh, you know, and she didn't, she was not sure she wanted to take it because she was worried about that exact thing. Well, they can make me work longer without, you know, paying me extra. And I, so I asked her, I said, well, are you getting any extra tasks of what you already get now? No. I was like, okay. Um, I said, you know, roughly how much you make now based off of for a whole year. I said, if you base that off of that for a whole year, I said, does a salary meet or exceed what you make currently and she was like well you know it kind of it it almost it matches and exceeds a little bit and i was like okay um but she didn't want to take it because she was afraid that they were gonna basically make her work extra and uh so then i you know i we were talking about it and i was just like well i just don't understand why you wouldn't want to be guaranteed those hours though why you wouldn't want to be guaranteed that money well, I, I look at it this aspect because let's say I'm just throwing numbers. Let's say a salary, your 50K salary or your 40K hourly, right? But if you're 40K hourly and you have a task that needs to get accomplished and they call you back in to get the task accomplished, now you're getting paid overtime, double, whatever the, the pay is. Now, as an hourly employee, you can make up to 60K a year because your hourly employee stacking that overtime in as whereas a salary employee is not going to get the overtime, but still is going to do the same amount of work. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. It's, 
trap. It's, yeah. I think people like to have that security, though. I do agree people like to have that security. Uh, I'll place another scenario for you. So uh, I have this job where I have to do 10 shows a year. 10 shows a year. I'm salary. I'm doing those 10 shows a year no matter what. Right. Making whatever amount of money. Now, if I went to pay per show or pay hourly per show, however you want to look at that. Now, I can pick and choose which shows I go to. Like, uh, this one show is in North Dakota. Like, I don't give a fuck about North Dakota. It's cold as fuck. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to take that show. Sure, I'm not going to get the money because I'm not an hourly employee. I'm not using my hourly status to go to that show or whatever the case may be. But if I'm a salary employee, it's like, fuck you. You're going to North Dakota. Have fun with the penguins and the whatever's in North Dakota. Because <laughs> I don't have a choice. I'm salary. I, I got to go regardless because I'm now a salary employee as where the the hourly or per show employee is going to be like, you know what? I'm going to skip this show and I know it's going to affect my pay. I don't really care. I don't I have an option that I don't have to take that show. Whereas a salary person who is trapped doesn't have that option. Yeah. So I guess to me, it's, it's, I don't know. It's less of a trap for employment, but more of a, of a trap for like working longer hours for same amount of pay, no matter what. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, it's just, however the contract or whatever is written for that company, I'm not saying all salary employees are going to be trapped and doomed or however you want to say that. But more times than not, you're on a salary. I can call you if need be. I give you a work phone. You need to answer that work phone or however it is done. You're on the clock. When I call you, I need you, your salary. Let's get this job done. As opposed to hourly employees, like I have to wait till tomorrow for you to clock in and then we can get down to business. Yeah, or or hey, I'll pay you overtime. You but you got to clock in now and get this done. Yeah, because a, a salary a salary employee misses out on that overtime. A salary employee is going to miss out on uh, like a hourly employees have to take a lunch. They have to yeah. by law, whatever state you're in. However, right, but a salary employee like uh yeah, maybe you can grab some lunch on the way. I, I honestly, I don't really care your salary. I need this done. Right, but I, like again, I think there's pros and cons because if you need to take, I need to take my daughter or my son to the, I don't know, to the dentist or to you know whatever, to the doctor, you don't lose out on that money that you you know would be getting paid if there wasn't something going on other going on in your life. Well, the the appointment is still going to be there, like doctor. Let's say you have to take your kid to the doctor regardless. If you're hourly, you can clock out. You'll maybe lose a few hours. But the thing is, is hourly, if you lose those few hours for taking your kid to a doctor or going to a recital or whatever the fuck, right? You can come, you can make up those hours if need be. Be like, hey, I'm working another hour today to kind of compensate for the hour that I lost when I took my kid to the dentist. As whereas a salary employee is like, ah, uh, okay. You still got this deadline. Take your son, go play golf, whatever the fuck you want to do. You still got to make this deadline regardless. Right. I just think there's more opportunity for an hourly employee than there is for a salary employee. Now, for a salary employee, I think it's going to be great if everything is hunky-dory, 
all the roses are red and the birds are chirping and life is moving great in your favor but for an hourly employee like i don't I, your hours and stuff can get cut however salary you still you're obligated your obligation is always going to be there for a salary employee yeah so do you think it comes down to employers and what the manager and the company wants I think it always comes down to the employers, even if it's hourly. I think it's always going to come down to the employers. But even with that being said, if your employer still needs something done or a certain deadline or something, he's going to reach out to the salary employee over hourly employee because you already paid for. I have to pay extra for the hourly guy. Let's fuck the salary guy and put him up here. Right. I mean, it makes sense. I'm not saying that I disagree with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate you know yeah I, I get it and that's why i like sidebars because these these sidebars is really just opinion based i mean i'm i'm not pro or con any either or i mean i know they both have advantages and disadvantages i just think there are more advantages for hourly employee because they are able to uh i guess make up their time they're able to get that overtime they're able to actually earn more hourly than someone that's working salary because a salary you're a salary cap you're that's it you do extra you're going to get paid the same thing you do less you're going to get paid the same thing oh you got to work through your kids recital this saturday you're going to get paid the same thing yeah yeah i mean i i'm I'm salary right now and and i i can definitely tell you that there are times where i'm like man if I could, if I could be paid overtime, I would make so much money. It's not, even, it's not even funny. That's, I, I see that now. Like the, hey, uh, boss, uh, if you don't mind, I like to make up a few hours this weekend. I mean, I know you got like a skeleton crew on the weekends. I can come in on Saturday, uh, make up four hours that I missed during the week, and I'll be good to go. And then that it doesn't affect their paycheck. They still make their 40 hours for that week or their 80 hours for that two weeks. As whereas well a salary person, yeah, he's still going to get that time. He's still going to get that pay, but there's going to be no fluctuation in the time. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I just, yeah. I just wonder if, you know, people like that security more than, you know, they like the security of salary more than the... I guess freedom and the potential to make more money for uh, our hourly employees. Well, majority, not majority. I, I would, I'm liking to salary employee. Uh, sorry, I'm liking to hourly employees to more of a skill trade to where uh, X amount of widgets have to be made a day, whereas a salary employee is more of a, a thinking man's game to where it's more of a project management or those type items. Right, where nothing's going to be on fire. Correct. It's just the aspect of of saying that you're trapped under a salary puts more of a blanket to you as... uh, Let's look at the the COVID aspect that just happened, right? So a lot of the salary employees still had a job where the hourly employees got furloughed or they lost hours throughout the day. But when it comes down to it, if a company's trying to stay afloat, who are they going to let go first? Someone that they control how much time they actually going to be paying their employees or someone that's on a payroll that no matter what happens, they're going to get paid. Yeah. So if you can't come into work and you're on a salary because of all this COVID pandemic, I'm going to let my salary person go 
because I can still call my hourly employees and pay them like I only can work them three hours a day and pay them less money in the long run as where a salary employee I'm gonna go and let go all the way because I'm I'm not gonna pay that salary anymore I, I can manage my money or the the company's money better by just utilizing hourly employees yeah no I mean it makes sense I think I think if you if if you could go hourly depending on the type of job and the boss that you have that's the better option but it's also could be the worst option because if they start cutting hours and things then it's you know then, then you start losing out on money whereas the salary if they start cutting hours yeah i don't care cut my hours i, I don't give a shit yeah you're gonna pay me anyway like, look at basketball players i'm injured i can't even play but yet i'm still making multi-millions by riding the bench wearing street clothes watching my team play like hey go team they're still getting paid the same thing right as opposed to the schmuck that's playing on the floor that's trying to win the game when your star athlete or whoever lebron is laying on the floor or something durant got injured in (laughs) warm-ups or some bullshit like that like this motherfucker he's getting paid more than me and he's sitting on the bench yeah no i mean i agree um it's definitely just one of those things where it's i think if you're gonna go you know if you're trying to choose between hourly and salary you need to make sure that you you take into consideration all of the different um all of the different components and the aspects of your job and how likely are you to work overtime how likely are you to uh you know get these taskers uh, you know if it comes down friday at noon hey i have this tasker for you and it's gonna it's gonna take you 10 hours and i need it by monday morning well guess who's working the weekend <laughs> everybody's working and with that aspect it's, uh, salary is just hmm uh, I feel it. I understand. You want the salary, like you want to advance. But how many times have you heard like, "Oh, Jimmy's been with the company for what 19 years. He's about to hit his 20-year mark," and then they fire him because he's a salary employee. Bring in one of these young guns that just came out of college to where they can pay this guy half the price and do the same job that old Timmy was doing for 19 years. Yeah. Because he's salary. Will they do that to an hourly employee? More than likely not. They probably just cut his hours or just don't utilize them as much, but they're not going to let him completely go for a yeah. younger guy. The younger guy is going to get hourly. The, the pay doesn't really fluctuate that much as opposed to a hundred K to a 50 K person that just came out of college. Right? No, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm with you. It, it's definitely one of those situations. Like I said, where you kind of got to, kind of got to look at your situation and figure out like, Hey, is this, you know, what's, what's best for me? Uh, you know, if you're a white collar person and, and, and you're not, um, you're not asked to do a whole lot and you're, you know, you, Hey, I did my tasks for the week and nobody calls you on the weekends. Great. But, uh, you know, and then you got those, those, those salary employees that are constantly getting called or, or constantly having to work late or the weekends or at house or whatever then yeah that that shit sucks basically if if you become a salary employee or you 
want to become a salary employee, however you want to look at that, I would definitely pay attention to the work ethic of the company, the employer. I would definitely make sure that there's some kind of contract or something that uh, that lays out your obligation or your time frame. You want to make sure you have that work-life balance. Uh, you don't want to miss your kids' recitals and stuff like that. Uh, it's just mainly how the employer and how your contract and everything is going to be written as opposed to like someone that's working at McDonald's as an hourly employee, they, they can kind of like look at the schedule and be like, this isn't going to work for me. And you can manage your, your hourly and move the table how you need to. Yeah. No, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I think people trade security for their time. Hey, it's worth more to me to get, you know, paid the same no matter what versus having to maybe having to work a weekend here or there. Now, I, I will agree the salary of having a salary does equal job security. Like, you know, you're going to get that amount of money. You know, if you don't work Monday and Tuesday, you're still going to get the same pay each month until you get, of course, your salary pay as opposed to an hourly employee. Like, ah, we got to cut some people hours you may lose some time there. I, I definitely see both sides of the fence here. So I still just think salary is more of a trap than having uh, hourly pay. Yeah, I think, I think I agree with you. And uh, I think, I think we're, you know, of the same mind. I just, it's just definitely one of those things where the company kind of make, can make or break that difference. Um, it was a good, good conversation. I, I like it. I, I do want to know, is your cigar just as good as it was before? Oh, yes. It is delicious. It's the Undercrown Maduro. Um, you know, these are, are, in my personal opinion, rock steady cigars. If you pull one out of the box, you know what you're going to get. You know what kind of quality you're going to get, what t- flavor notes you're going to get. Um, and, and, and you're going to be able to, to have that cigar and you're going to be happy with it. Now, my question is your cigar, is it worth the hype? Um, definitely notes of earth, floral, wood, and that retro and hell undertone is definitely pepper. Their tagline is it will invade your senses and excite your palate from start to finish. And sir, I will agree with that. My palate has been excited from start. I haven't quite finished yet. It paired well with my Hennessy. How did yours pair? Yours was oh, an interesting pairing. I was curious. Pretty good. I'm getting notes of cedar and leather. This whiskey um, is a little on the PD side. So it, it's helping draw out some of that bitterness, some of that that other other notes that are maybe a little bit more nuanced in this cigar, uh, and I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. That's good. I'm glad it is uh, pairing significantly well. So my question is: Is yours box five pack or single worthy? Um. Right now, I because it's, it's a four by fifty-five, I believe it is. Right now, I would say it's definitely a five-pack. I would like to uh, maybe get a larger size, 
and, and get a better feel for it because uh, this was just really uh, a sidebar cigar for me because of the size i would like to give it another try i kind of okay. already know what yours is going to be but let's hear it uh box worthy all day all day hands down all day. i agree hands down <laughs> I, I i can't i love undercrowns um the maduro is probably one of my favorites um in fact this is out of a box <laughs> i bought a box of these um and and i i'm not upset that i bought a box of them it's not like well you know so i bought a box of oliva right and that was the first box that i had ever bought and uh man i got tired I was just worn out by the end of the, by the time I got to the end of the Olivas, I was just like, I'm, I'm so done. I don't want to smoke any more Olivas for a little bit. I'm, I'm over them. Everything it was just kind of, you know, ugh. this, you know, it's nuanced. It's, it's, uh, it's delicious, but, uh, it's absolutely one of those ones where I can pick it up and smoke it. And I, I haven't gotten tired of it yet. I, I, I think I will 100% agree. Um, whenever I'm looking for the, the cigar just to smoke for relaxation or however, I, I will definitely pick up a Undercrown. A Maduro, Shade, whatever it's going to be. Undercrown is definitely a go-to for myself. Yep, I agree. Well, I think this has been a great sidebar, sir. Um, I enjoyed the conversation. And uh, until next time, I've been Austin. And this is Dice. And we will catch you guys on the next one. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, everyone. Um, Thanks for listening to Leadership of the Leaf. I'm just uh, letting you know, if you want to see what kind of cigars that myself, Dice, and Austin, what we're smoking on each episode, check out our Instagram on leadership of the leaf, all one word at leadership of the leaf. And please leave us a comment, send us a message with what other questions or what you guys are smoking on. Maybe you guys have some suggestions for us that we'd love to give it a shot at leadership of the leaf on Instagram. Thank you for listening to leadership of the leaf. The comments and opinions expressed by the host and guests does not reflect the opinions of those that broadcast this show, nor does it reflect any of our affiliates.